T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We approach 4 o'clock on this. I guess it's not snowing, depending on where you are Friday. Here in New York City, I just looked out our beautiful window, and there is no snow. So false alarm, not any snow here in New York City. Maybe you got some north and west of the city. Maybe you got a little bit on Long Island. If you did, be careful on the roads. Be smart. We got an awesome weekend coming up. Divisional round weekend in the NFL Four football games. Enjoy it because it's almost gone. Like, seriously, enjoy this. Cherish this because next Sunday there's only two. And then after (laughs) that, we're basically done because the Super Bowl is not even a football game. It's just a big concert with a football game mixed in between. And there's a week (sighs) in between all of that with just a flag football skills challenge. Yeah. Professional athletes. That's right. Looking foolish. I, I got a bone to pick with Evan. Why? You're not the only one who's had this take. Other people on this station for you have had uh, what take? I didn't even offer a take. I just the told Super Bowl's you. not a real game. It's a constant middle football game. The Super Bowl freaking rocks. And I am tired of people. Oh, this is the real last weekend of football's the championship weekend. No, no, no. We're getting the champion of each conference playing each other. Yes, is there glorified with commercials and you're drawing more casual fans in with a good halftime show? Fine. It's still a really awesome football game for the most part, and I'm tired of people not counting it. Did why, you know what? that I was going to provoke him by just saying no. that? Thing? why are you getting upset with his huh. drivel? Evan is, <laughs> catch- <laughs> Evan is catching shrapnel from a take I've heard for years. I know Recco's had this take. I think Francesca's had this Joe. take in the past. Joe, it's like we watch football all year, and because it's only one football game, not multiple football games, and because there's other stuff that other non-football fans get drawn into, we dismiss it. No, no, no. no. It's still football for four quarters, and it's awesome. All right, jeez. Thank you, Sean. My God. Thank you. I'm going to bring this. Tiki, all of us, a... real, all of us, real football fans. You know, we we thank you. Really? Because all the people he cited for saying that Jerry Recco, Mike Frances, and Joe Beningo are real football fans. It's right. the real football fans that feel that way. It's drivel back by drivel. I would. I, I also guess <laughs> what? What? I think there's some truth to the people that don't like the Super Bowl don't like that suddenly they've put themselves in a spot that when that game comes on, they're not watching football the way they like watching football. It's Aunt Bethany hanging over her. Yes, try my French onion dip. Yeah, I think that's a part of it. But you know what, then? Put okay. your foot down and don't have okay. or don't go to a Super Bowl party with non-football fans. Right. Go go watch it by yourself in your basement. That's right. exactly what I do. Thank you very much. That's exactly how I watch yeah, the Super Bowl. Or go to a bar. I also prefer that a real championship game be played in a home stadium, not some neutral site that glitzed up. That's another thing that bothers me. But I get why we do it. And you know why we do it? Because it's not about football. It's about the city and the parties and the concerts and the celebrities. We got to plan the hotels. We got to make sure there's a radio row. 
I would like it in the home stadium of the team that earned home field advantage. But that's just me. I'm a relic. Yeah. When, a relic. when James Harrison's running a ball 99 yards down the field, did it matter that the game was in Tampa well, and not like Pittsburgh? It mattered. I'm just no, but I'm saying, when those guys are on the field, Tiki, when you played at uh, nope. Raymond James, did it matter where the game was or was it about football when you're on the field? I mean, we would have. I don't, actually, if we would have been at home. Yeah, answer that, Teak. I don't know if we would have got beat that bad. Oh, would that have been better, Tiki? Do you like Evan's yeah, crazy it idea? Would have been. Oh, okay. and I we, mean, would we have had the home game? Because, yes. Yeah, we had a better record than they them? were yes. a wild card team that That's year. Right. There you go. So, you know what? Uh, you know what? I'm now on Evan's side. Thank you. It wasn't dribble. Bring more than a toothpick to a fight. Tiki, the, something two, like that. the 2000 Giants, my favorite football team ever. You guys would have got annihilated. You would have got smoked. <laughs> don't say that to him. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Uh, let's go. I really to don't. Defense yeah. travels. Yeah, well, it's in their own building. Plus, you would have been there passionately screaming. Too. Yeah. Right, that's, that's a topic for the middle of February. If the game was at Giants Stadium, <laughs> do the Giants beat the Ravens? Let's go to Kendrick and Suffern. Hey, Kendrick. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Good weekend here. What's Thank up, you, man? Hello? Yes. Yeah, we got you. Go ahead, man. Sorry, guys. Sorry. So, uh, you know, I, I was on hold. I was uh, looking up Brian Dable because I think, Tiki, uh, unfortunately, you called uh, Evan during the season an Aaron Rodgers apologist. Uh <laughs> I tend to think you're a Brian Dable apologist oh. a little bit here. Uh, and and I'll tell you this. I I will agree with you. I think Kafka should go, and I'll tell you why. If they are going to draft a quarterback, I don't think they should have an offensive coordinator who might be going out the next year because, again, to your point that you make quite often, and it's true, you don't want to change uh, OCs with a young quarterback. Right. And I'll bring up this point as I was waiting, looking up Dable's career and stuff. I totally forgot. He was the quarterback coach for the Jets in 2007 and 8 when we had Pennington at his last year and then Brett Favre came in. But here's the point I want to make. Looking at other quarterbacks that he's been tied to, there's one in particular that he drafted with Eric Mangini in Cleveland as the OC and then gave him a second chance in Kansas City, and that's Brady Quinn. So before you give the keys to this guy for the franchise, I would be careful and go back and see what he's done without Josh Allen, because I'm getting a little tired of that being the only excuse for the guy in the Giants facility, not Buffalo anymore. So besides Josh Allen, what is his identity and what has he done in two years to deserve, you know, the trust in developing quarterbacks? Well, he's the guy you got right now. That's that's what it comes. And it's not a, a, to me. It's about putting a, a young player in position to be successful. So. About, I don't get the great Brady Quinn thing. Who cares? I think it, what he's trying to say, and I disagree with him, right. by the way, but what he's trying to say that is one, but, so he's, he, that's a Brian Dable guy that he tried to develop. So in his point is, yeah, the but, only guy he's developed is Josh Allen, which I give more credit to than Kendrick does. Like, I have to... But he also I have to give him credit for the fact that he turned a project which Josh Allen was referred to as when he was drafted he was, in one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Josh Allen had a fifty-seven percent completion percentage in at college. In, it's in college, right? If you can't throw for over sixty percent in college, then your chances of success in the NFL are not that high. Well, that's why I give him a lot of credit for right. that, and but, I think the Quinn comparison is that's the other guys he's tried to develop. So right. what has he done? But is it's the point. but it's different. And and by the way, he's evolved. He's grown. He's worked with different coaches over those years, and you you just learn as you as you as you become older. I, I remember when he was first um, hired as the offensive coordinator in Buffalo, 
and they drafted Josh Allen. I remember saying, we did this on air. I was like, this is not going to work. Like, he's basically a tight end coach. He's all over the place. Mm. He, like, what does he know about developing a quarterback? And honestly, he probably didn't know a ton. But what he did was he allowed Josh Allen to use what he was great at to build confidence. And that was running the football. People forget Josh Allen had as many or even more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson did in his rookie season. Mm. Like he was more of a runner than than that guy. And it made him feel good about himself, made him endeared him with his team, his teammates, because he was tough as hell. And so you just then he could build upon it. And he started to do that with Daniel Jones a year ago. Like I, I, not this past season, the twenty twenty two season, and maybe people forget for, forgotten. Like Daniel Jones was a flawed, very you know raw but flawed quarterback, and when Dan David uh, when uh, Brian Dable got a hold of him, he turned into one of the most reliable, athletic, dynamic quarterbacks that the Giants have had in a while, right? And so, how can you not give him credit for that? No, he does. He did. I mean, that's right? that's and the so, thing. Like his resume is more complete right now than just citing. Well, he didn't develop Brady Quinn. Right. Who cares? I don't think anyone was going to develop Brady Quinn. No, I don't think he, Vince he, Lombardi was going to develop he wasn't Brady a Quinn. Good athlete. He wasn't a good quarterback. Right. But when you got a good athlete and a good quarterback like Josh Allen was, like Daniel Jones is, like whoever they draft this year will be. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You kind of have some faith in them. But I do like the name calling. Like, I like the fact that I'm an Aaron Rodgers apologist. This is what I've learned. Tiki's a Brian Dayball apologist. And Sean Morash is a little pet for John Merrill. <laughs> John Merritt likes to rub your tummy. Good. I like my tummy rubs. Yeah. We'll see how much uh, he's rubbing it when you're screaming about them not drafting a quarterback in the first round this year. That's when you as the pet may bite his hand. You know I, what I mean? I honestly think it's more likely to be a second or a third round guy. You know what pets know how to do, guys? What? Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pete's in Union Beach. Hey, Pete. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, sort of. What's up? Oh, uh, well, Tiki. I, I I have a question, and then I have a comment. Go ahead. So, number one, how would they decide who would host the Super Bowl yeah. if they have the same record? That's, that's the problem. The... That's the only problem. Well, first of all, guys. And I think it guys, would be random, kind of like no, no, no. Major League Baseball. Guys, guys, <laughs> there's a thing called tiebreakers. Have you ever yeah. heard of them? They were tiebreakers. Yeah, so, that's what you would do. It's never going to happen. I'm just giving you an old man thought right. that I have. That I would prefer championship games be played in a, a home stadium. That's all. The pro, they, they, I still, I still and have they could never do it, Pete. Uh, just, we're not going to cut you for a second, but they would never do what Evan is espousing. 
because you just don't have enough time to set up the the homes, the city for what the Super Bowl brings. Exactly, because the Super Bowl is all about everything but the right. game, they which start, is my point. They Thank start you. planning it Thank like you. a year ago. No, like you. they're planning for next year's Super Bowl now. All right, go ahead, Pete. So, now my point. Uh, Evan said Lamar about the, the, the haters or the whatever right. would come right. out. He's right, because there's three knocks on Lamar Jackson. Number one, that he's not durable enough. Number two, that he's not good enough in the pocket, which he's obviously improved on. Mm-hmm. And number three, that he hasn't won enough in the playoffs. People are looking for reasons. Pete, 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 in, like my, in my opinion, and I don't even think it's fair. I just know the way the dialogue is now in 2024. The only thing that matters is that last part. Mm-hmm. We do it with NBA players. We do it with NFL quarterbacks. We don't do it about baseball because nationally no one gives a rat's ass about baseball. Yeah. But it's about winning championships. Okay. If Okay, if he throws for 320 yards, rushes for 80 yards, uh, you know, throws for two touchdowns, rushes for two, and they lose because C.J. Stroud is magnificent mm-hmm. and scores 54 points, right? That And by the way, that's the only way I think C.J. Stroud can win. Is if if he has that the same basically the same day he had last weekend mm-hmm. right where he was almost perfect, I they're not they're young and they're they're good but the Baltimore Ravens are experienced in a lot of levels man, Jadavion Clowney is having a hell of a season down there we almost forgot about him but mm-hmm. he's been great for the Baltimore Ravens their secondary Justin not even secondary their D tackle. Uh, Justin Matabuke, he's one of the best D-tack three techniques in football right now. So it's not going to be easy for for CJ in this offense. But if it if they excel, then and he has the day of his life, he can beat them. But I also think that Lamar is ready for this moment. Yeah, they, look, you described a performance that would be tough to criticize, clearly. But right. I think in the world we live in now, it's such a bottom line, did you win? Like, LeBron James could average 30-7 and seven mm-hmm. in an NBA Finals, but yeah. we'll look at that last shot that didn't yeah. go in to me, and say that's a loser. To me, it'll be the body of work of the game for, for how I evaluate Lamar. No, no, you right. will and you're because you're smart, because right. you're fair. And by the way, I think, I hope I'm smart and fair. I don't want to call myself smart and fair. I try to be smart and fair. Yeah. I just know that in this world we live in, and there are two kind of jobs where it really happens. NBA superstars, mm-hmm. NFL quarterbacks. NBA superstar, NFL quarterback. It's win or that guy's not a winner. Right. And it's not fair. I'm not telling you. I'm not arguing that it's fair. I'm telling you that's unfortunately what Lamar Jackson's facing. And that's a part of why I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Because I think it's BS. Because yeah. I think it's crap. I, I, I totally agree. But at the same time, this is the year for the Ravens in this conference. I know fluky things can happen. No, they got to win. Yeah. No, no and, chief and by the home way, they game. Blew road. Out, they blew out the good teams that yes. they played. They beat the Niners. The hype is behind them. Right. Now, you want to no, tell they me. They destroyed the Niners. Something weird happens in Mahomes or Allen in a fluky game in an AFC title game. I think you give them a pass. You can't go down in your first home game versus a rookie right. quarterback. I think the AFC championship game is different. I agree with you. Against Buffalo, who's looking to break through, against this emerging dynasty in Kansas City. Absolutely, completely different. Craig's in Brooklyn. Hey, Greg. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Ed, yeah. uh, 
Long time no speak. We haven't spoken in a while. Mets, Jets, Nets fans, we've been suffering forever. As Susan Waldman said to me yesterday, Mm -hmm. and whose fault is that? (laughs) Uh, But now, you know they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Well, I think us not speaking has made you gone a little see now. But don't worry. Mm. We can get you straightened back out. Well, what have I said that's senile if you will? Well, first (laughs) off, let's start with the Super Bowl. We'll address that first. The Super Bowl deserves the specter of what it gets. Every other sport has multiple games right. to show off those cities. So you see the, the, the uh, like I said, the specter that comes with it. So the Super Bowl is only one game, so you're going to get all that wrapped into one. Yep. So that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is I see every one of these uh, favorites uh, on this upcoming weekend possibly going down. Like none, none of them to me are solidified. Really? We've mm. seen the 49ers go down last year. When uh, Brock Purdy, you know, turned back into a punk. so different, yeah. though. Like, that. think about oh, that no. game, though. And you're on the road. It's a good Eagle team. The quarterback gets hurt. Now we're talking about a nine-win Packer team at home. That's true. That's true. But hold on. We didn't expect the Cowboys to go down to the Packers either, though. Yeah, Although did. there was some that said, watch out the yeah. Packers. No, I actually, I actually thought the Packers were going to get destroyed in that game, Greg. <laughs> but, I really did. But, I mean, I can't account for... Dak making the same mistakes, you know, four years in a row. Greg Greg is right about this, and this is why we're all excited. We're all pumped up. We're all watching football this weekend, and literally we all are. When we say we're all watching a Knicks game, that's not true. We're all watching a Yankee game, that's not true, because plenty of people are not watching those games. But this weekend, 40 million people are going to watch each football game, and most people listening to my voice right now, you'll be a part of the 40 million. And the beauty of why we're watching it is not strictly FanDuel mm-hmm. or gambling. Right. It's because it's football. And you want to see something great happen. You want to see something great happen, and you want to see something, and you know you can see something that you least expect. So, yes, is it possible that the Green Bay Packers, after a nine-win season, are going to march their asses in a San Francisco, it's not even San Francisco, what is it, Santa Clara? Yeah, Santa Clara. In a Santa Clara, California? And shock the world? Sure. I've seen bigger upsets. Mm -hmm. But from a football standpoint, it's very difficult to imagine that they're going to do it. And that, to me, of all the games this weekend, that would be the game where we came in on Monday, I'd be the most stunned at. I wouldn't be as stunned if if the Packers won. The Texan won, mildly surprised. But like I said earlier, I'm kind of worried because of the Ravens' track record. Mm -hmm. Not just Lamar Jackson, but as a franchise. How many times have they had a season like this where they're hosting in the divisional round and they get knocked out? And I know... With history, it's like, come on, Evan. Right. Those guys weren't even there. I get it. But in my mind, that does play a role in thinking, I wouldn't be surprised, but the Niner one, Tiki, that yeah, kind of That one would shock me. Because, yeah. I mean, I love what Jordan Love has become this year, but, God, it's, San Francisco's good on both sides. Yes. Good defensively, good offensively. It would be – it's a hard hustle, man. They're, it's a hard hustle. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna use, hold on, I'll write that one down. That's a hard <laughs> hustle. I'm going to use that on the Rico next time. Nice. Like I'd it. like to get a DH, but that's a hard <laughs> hustle. This is the Rico Brodner Podcast. Now, real quick, before we get back to more of your calls, it's been a very football-heavy day. Back mm-hmm. at the top of the hour, 2 o'clock, if you rewind on the Odyssey app, we were talking about these quarterbacks that are playing this weekend right. and how five of them were first-round picks that a team traded up to get, similarly to what the Giants should do come draft time. But there is something else going on this weekend that I do find fascinating. On Saturday night... At Madison Square Garden, they're back. R.J. Barrett, 
and Emmanuel Quickly are walking through that door. Oh. And the reason I find this fascinating Interesting. is Madison Square Garden is getting tested the way all our franchises get tested. Some of them fail the test. Can I give you some examples of failures to the test I'm talking yes, about? Yes, let me know. The New York Mets tributing Max Scherzer. This one's for Sean. I think you agreed. The New York Yankees tributing Aaron Hicks. Yeah. To the point where Yankee fans were like, Apoplectic, 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 apoplectic about it. Gross. What do we do this weekend with R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly? Do we give them a full video tribute and do Nick fans approve, or do we ignore their existence? They're like an ex-girlfriend. We slept with them a few times, but we want to make believe it never happened. Your uh, thoughts? Well, I mean, I think you acknowledge that it happened. Like you give her the nod. Like, hey, how you doing? You okay. All right, good. All right, cool. But, <laughs> like, a, like a quiet so nod? So to me, yes, a quiet nod. All right. right. You don't want anybody to see, right? It's a quiet nod. I think this is a a mildly aggressive clap. A mildly aggressive clap. But not like, <laughs> oh, yeah! But kind of like, yeah, 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 good luck to you guys, man. Right? That's that's what I see this is. There is no video tribute. No video tribute. None. And a Cannot be. casual clap from Tiki no, Barber. No, it's more than casual. But just not like full throated, like a eh yeah. clap. Yeah, yeah. Like you fun. clap hard, but you fun. don't stand. Maybe Tiki's going for. Yeah, that's a good one. A golf clap is that what you're going no, for? No, golf Tiki? clap is just kind of like you want your hand to hurt a little, but you're not getting right. up out of your seat. Right. Okay, Lugie, these are your dogs, man. Sure are. So they should get one, and they will get one. And here's video why. tribute. Yes. I look at it this way with, with video tributes. Either you did a lot for the franchise, which these guys did not, to be fair, or were you beloved, and these guys were. Many Knicks fans were upset when they were traded because they love IQ, they love RJ. That's why they should get a video. And the trade has worked out for both teams. Everything is great at the Garden right now. Everything is great in Nickland with the Knicks fans. Yes. So getting a video like this will go over well with everybody because they're doing well, we're doing well. Do the video. All right, I want you guys to test me now. I am the president and the CEO yes. of the Coalition of Nick Haters. <laughs> we lost one of our key members because he decided to go back to Philadelphia. He will be missed as a Nick Hater. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, that's it. Tell me if I'm being uh, fair with what I'm about to say or if I'm being haterific. Are you ready? Right, let's hear it. Absolutely deserve a video tribute because the bar has been set. David Lee returned many years ago and got a video tribute. David Lee couldn't go to sleep and fantasize about Madison Square Garden in a playoff game. R.J. Barrett experienced it. Emmanuel quickly experienced it. And by the way, they did it one, two, three different rounds of postseasons. That's what they did. So I actually have a major issue with something King Dog just said. Which is? Which is they didn't accomplish much. Get that out of your mouth. Dude. They drafted R.J. Barrett third overall. They drafted Emmanuel quickly. And they were key members of a team that made the playoffs. They got their Why ass kicked by Hold the Atlanta a- Hawks. Hold on a second. Oh, sorry. That's that what- <laughs> Sorry. They made the playoffs <laughs> twice in three seasons. All I heard from Nick fans was, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Ever ask yourself why you were back? Why? Was it one guy? Yeah. Jalen Brunson had a lot to do with it. He was the catalyst, and obviously Julius Randle. I'm not going to fall for your trap. You're one. No, I'm not not falling for your trap. Jalen wasn't here. First year, 2021. I love him. That's it? That was an all-NBA season for Julius Randle. He was fantastic. candidate. Right. 
Hold on, hold on. He was fantastic. Okay. I'm not disputing that. Derrick Rose was their best player in that, that series. That was it, though. Like, we don't give any credit to a guy who started on that team, to a guy who came off the bench on that. Like, that, they, 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 they didn't even count. Never said that they don't get credit. But when you're talking about tribute video, and I know you like the Pope fun at the Knicks, right. but I'm they do have a history of great Knicks. players okay. playing for their teams. I would not put RJ and IQ in the category what, what, of a Marcus Camby, Larry David Johnson. Why did get a tribute video? Because he was popular on some crappy Nick teams, but that's my point. He's like, still very popular. Gets was a great he, was ovation. Was he the best right player on the team? Uh, probably. Uh, probably. I'm trying to think back. Okay, so was was RJ Barrett the best player on the team? No, on certain nights he was. was. IQ the best player on, on the team? On certain nights he okay. was. No, was no. Then I rest my case. No, no, but well, hold on, hold on. That team was not even sniffing a postseason spot, and yet Nick fans are like, "Oh, David Lee's back!" Like it's about setting a bar. I'm not a fan of the mess retiring numbers, but once they started retiring numbers, I said, "Yeah, Doc Gooden, yeah, Daryl Strawberry," because they changed the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I disagreed with it, but they changed it. Oh, they changed their internal like rules, like they had laws. They had laws that prevented that from happening. So that's my point. So the Knicks. Set that bar when David Lee got his dopey video tribute. I mean, you can't give a video tribute to David Lee. Let me run around and put up some empty stats and give nothing to two guys that were part of playoff teams. Let me just be clear. I said they should get one and they will get one. I never said that they were bad and they don't deserve no, one. No, I said they were popular no. and they will get them. You said they did nothing. No, That's they, what you said. You their said they legacies. R.J. Barrett was an underachiever as far as what we expected from him when he was drafted. Number right. one. Number two. IQ didn't get to be the player he wanted to be here because. Because they wanted to pay. Were they good Knicks? They were good Knicks. They were good Knicks. They so were good Knicks. say they did nothing. Okay. That's were they, were they no, no, great, I'm not, were they no, great I, Knicks? They were not great Knicks. I didn't yeah. say they were great Knicks. Okay. But yeah, when I we're talking video good. tribute, they were not great. When we, I look at it like this. You're either great, you get a video tribute because of that, or you were loved. They were loved. They were not great. Well, if you're great, you're going to be loved. Can no, but great? you could be like Josh Hart is loved. I don't think Josh Hart's great, but I think he'll be a loved Nick because of his style of play. Can we, can we Was ch- Charles Oakley great? No, but he's loved. Can we chill with the David Lee slander, too? He snapped a decade-long drought of the Knicks not having a player named to the All-Star team. Who cares? Yeah. I mean... Would they win? Look, don't make me do this. <laughs> well, I'm doing it. Don't make me sit there and defend the Knicks, because I, I know you're the big <laughs> Nick hater. We don't need too much of that on the show. David Lee was a good Nick. Not a great Nick. David Lee deserved a victory. Was trip. David Lee a better Nick than R.J. Barrett? Yeah. Was David Lee a better Nick than Emmanuel Quickly? Yeah. I would say no. Because I got to see, if I'm a Nick fan, because RJ they went Bar- to the playoffs. Yeah, they were but they team went to the playoffs because of RJ Barrett. They went to the playoffs if because David- of Jalen Brunson last year, and then they went to the if playoffs they- because of Julius Randle. No, no, no. That's too simplistic. They are key members of a team that went to the postseason. I'm not saying they were the best player. I didn't, I didn't say that. So you're punishing David Lee for the team around him. If David Lee, at his peak, was on these Nick teams, he would also be beloved. Oh, stop it. Mm. Whatever. Give him a video tribute make Nick fans happy. Mm. I just don't like the way Loogie turned on him by saying they did not. I did not turn on them. You're trying to project that on me. I did not turn on them. Listen, Nick fans, I'm always here to defend you guys. You're I right. know you guys think I hate you guys, and I kind of do, but I'm here to defend you. So tomorrow night will be an interesting night at Madison Square Garden. I think they will get a video tribute, and I think Nick fans will show appreciation for them because I think both were liked, yeah, and course. I do think that Nick fans are happy about the return. Yes, Spe- I agree. Speaking of the Knicks, uh, earlier today, Fred Katz, a great Knicks reporter, wrote a wonderful article for The Athletic, and I, I read them all the time. And he accidentally, instead of posting the article, posted a link to an adult website. Have you been able to reach out to Fred to get a comment on what happened? We have reached out to Fred. Okay. Uh, if we still have the right number, no response yet. No response. You don't think he wants to talk about this? Would As you? I predicted, Evan. Do you think he's going to no comment this? Would you? Yes, I would. I would address it. And I'm whipping one out. I would address it. I mean, I would make a statement. I, I'm going to tell you right now. 
not everybody's significant other is okay with rogue porn. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but I would have to explain it because it happened. Like, he literally did it, so I would need right. to say this okay. is what happened. He wrote a tongue-in-cheek tweet. I think that's enough. He can't go on a world tour like you're going to do with uh, your book addressing what kind of porn he likes. It's not addressing what kind of porn he likes. It's addressing how the accident happened. That's all. Well, I think we all know how it happened. Evan, that's pretty, that's pretty we know how it happened. Forward. Two questions in, you're going to be the first one going, so what was it? <laughs> I can't, can't, so you don't think he's going to respond? Is that your point? No. Damn it. Can you give me his number? I'll call him this weekend. <laughs> Get some advice, but also <laughs> suggestions. Uh, let's go to Mario in Long Beach. What's up, Mario? Coming back from those injuries. Hey, Mario, hey, what Mario. are you talking about? He's talking about contracts and coming back from injuries. We have a quarterback. And lastly, will he be able to? He's on another call. Yeah, but hold on a second. I'm putting him back on hold. He's on another call talking about sports that yeah. he was probably calling to ask you a question about. Like, here's what it said. <laughs> Lugie sometimes will put up what the person wanted to call about. He wanted to ask Tiki about the Giants and drafting a quarterback. So is he talking to somebody else? Is he double fisting and calling another sports talk radio show? He must be. Is that the thought? I you mean, think it's he's, possible. You think he's yes. two-timing us at the same time? <laughs> yes. Like, I understand. I understand that maybe you call other shows. And I respect <laughs> that. Like, serious NFL radios kick ass. Mm-hmm. I, I respect it. I, my boy Adam Shine. Like, Adam I get Shine. it. Time I to to shine. totally respect it. But at the same time? At the same time? What do you, what's your hand signal, Sean? Mario's back. He wants to explain himself. Oh, uh, he has an answer? Uh, let's, yes. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Mario, were you double fisting with another sports talk <laughs> no, radio no, 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 show? No, 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 no. I was actually preparing because I know you guys got a lot of calls. I was preparing for what I was going to say. I was actually writing notes oh. so I can go through it quickly oh. so then I, you can get on to your next call. So well, you know what, what Mario? I want to take yeah. this time to apologize. That is as prepared a caller as you can have, and that is greatly appreciated. So I want to apologize. You were not cheating on us. You were not double fisting. You were preparing <laughs> your phone call. And now I am going to shut up, and the floor is yours. Go ahead. No, thank you so much. So I came up with Cinco de Fivo, why the Giants should draft a quarterback. Oh, oh I, hey, Lugie, do you have the clips ready? He has a Cinco de Fivo. We'll call it a Cinco de Mario. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Number five. Number five. Better chance of success drafting in the first round. Even though Tiki said... There are failures, yep. but you got to believe that the higher you draft, the better chance you have. Facts. That's a fact, Mario. That's a good one. Number four. May not draft that high again. May not have that opportunity. Hey, Mario, that's how we would like it to be. He's so, on fire, That's man. a good exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Number three. No backup plan if Jones gets hurt. I know Tiki was saying that earlier. Yeah, so. yeah. We, I mean, we like Tommy DeVito for a minute, but pretty good. Number two. Jones, not their pick. They would love to have their own pick, develop them. They're good at that, and that also buys us a couple more years in the job. Mario, that could be number one because that's all number one. And GMs talk about. Go ahead. Number one, Jones' injury history. Now, if he comes back, Tiki, what do you think? Part of him getting that eighty million dollar contract was he ran for seven hundred sixty yards. Yep. With two neck injuries and a torn ACL, is he going to be able to do that yeah, again? Probably not. It's probably not as likely to do that. But that's an interesting. You know, point like what happens if he does come back? Say Daniel Jones is healthy week one, and the Giants also draft a quarterback. Mm. It becomes obviously very different. Not even comparing these, but it, the circumstances are the same. It becomes like the the Aaron Rodgers situation, right? You have a quarterback who's good, who's playing, but you have someone who's who you believe is your future behind him. So it 
it, it makes it uncomfortable. And I don't think it, it's not going to get dicey like it was with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. But it, it signals the end of Daniel Jones. Yeah. Two things. Number one, guy prepared for a phone call. It did. Like, that's badass. That's impressive. Like, if someone, you know, someone should Mario's do a- number one on the list right now. Why is what? He's got to be number one on the caller list. Oh, we have a caller list? Well, just like the hierarchy. He's got to be number one. <laughs> I mean, he, Dude, he prepared. I think the and next. And when we went to him, he was practicing. No doubt. I think right? what he should But do. are you really prepared if you're not ready? Oh, come on. Buddy. He's yeah, preparing. He I mean, he's. He, he was practicing. Yeah, dude. he was getting ready. He was on hold for a while. He was preparing. I don't mind I the think, guy practicing. I think he you practiced your 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 school lesson before you went no. to teach. Don't he doesn't he doesn't well, practice. Part of the problem. Uh, yeah. See, you could learn from Mario. Oh, don't throw this back at me. <laughs> you just you said. Yeah, you're the one attacking right. him for practicing. I think callers should do a caller podcast where they teach other callers how to be callers. And I think Mario could host that bad boy. You're right. Pete and, Hoffman doesn't produce enough things around here. Have <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing I kind of like, and this happens every once in a while here on the show, I like when people call up with their own Cinco de Fivo. That warms my cockles. The way you have a Cinco de Tiki every mm-hmm. once in a while. The way I have a Cinco de Evo every once in a while. We've never heard of Cinco de Lugie. Mm-hmm. I don't think that exists. Yeah. But he works hard enough, and I respect that. Right. That's too much. I but, also don't need to top Sean. Which is what you're kind of trying to do. Wow, he's going to see Oh, you're saying me and Tiki trying to top thing, Sean? I don't think you like the, the idea that Sean has his own. Oh, no, let me give you a better one. Here's a Cinco de Evo. Cinco de Fivo, Sean. This thing that you created. This thing that you have mastered. All this by thing himself. That you have brought to the airway. Oh, yeah. With I, no one else influencing no, him. Is, nope. be, is becoming a thing. It People is. are doing their own. That's not. Mario's not the only one. We've had yeah. some other guys. Do. I know. I know. That's, that's, you, should, you should take a bow. I'm going to admit to the audience, I didn't come up with Cinco de Fivo. But was you execute it. I execute it. You Rome, execute I, it. I, I was put in position where they thought I was the Just best. Just take a bow and don't, and don't rip your pants, I'm transparent. <laughs> and also, it's my out. If you don't like it, no, it wasn't my idea. If you like it, by all means, I'm great. Clearly, oh, people like it because they're miming you. They're mimicking you. Yeah. Even I'm memeing you every right. once in a while. In fact, today I had a Cinco de Evo. Yes. And I didn't do it. You, you want to know it, why? You gave it to Sean. I gave it to Sean. <laughs> I said, take this. It's very, very good. Lenny's in Levittown. Hey, Lenny. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, dude? Um, so, the reason why I think that not only do they deserve a video tribute, they're obviously going to get one, and they're going to get a standing ovation, is because if you remember, R.J. Barrett was picked third in the NBA draft. Yep. Good teams don't draft third. So, <laughs> we were horrible. That's right. And if you look at where our organization is now, you know. Well, I mean, it, the, lottery can skew that. The, the lottery can skew that a little bit. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying. They were sure, but if you look, you know, I've been a Knicks fan for a long time, and right. we've been a laughing stock for a long time, and we're finally respected around the league. And those two players had a very, very big part of that. That's Thank a you. good point. No, I mean, good, point. it's a good point to him. I said the same thing. You didn't give me any credits because yeah. I'm a Net fan, isn't it? Because you're a Net fan. Unbelievable. See, one thing you're going to learn about me very shortly. You're an independent observer. I objective. Think Independent, I, objective observer. An independent basketball observer. Yeah. I think I am the fairest person in this city when talking about the New York Knicks. Mm. And you want to know why? Why? Because I hate them. No, no, seriously. Think about it. And I respect Now, why this. do you hate them? Oh, I don't want to get into that. That's too complicated. But huh? when you're a diehard fan, mm-hmm. and I know this as a diehard fan, things can jade you. From an excitement standpoint and from a negativity right. standpoint, there are blind spots for the team that you love in positive and negative ways. Like, think about the random things I say about the Nets. They should be disbanded. Mm-hmm. They should be out of the league. I don't yeah. even want to refer to them anymore. Yeah. Clearly, I'm just really, really angry. So I respect that. We are surrounded by Nick fans, other than Keith McPherson and myself. And Keith's the same way, by the way. We're on the same page in this mm-hmm. regard. We may not like them, but we can take the emotion out 
and give you really good, fair answers. Right. That's what I do with everything. That's true. You do do that with everything. <laughs> That's why you're great. Because I grew up in Virginia. You're right. Right. So I can get excited or I can get pissed see how about you, both. So you know how you are with everything? Uh-huh. That's how I am with the Knicks. Oh. Because I can take it away. So that call we just got, which was a great phone call, said exactly what I said because I've got my finger on the pulse okay, of right. Nick fans. No, no, no. You are, you are a master at baiting. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you, <laughs> you bait him masterfully when it comes to the Knicks. You bait me masterfully when it comes to certain things. Uh-huh. You are a master at baiting. You can call me whatever name you want, and sometimes that's true. Everything I said in the last 10 minutes about the Knicks is fair, it's accurate, and it will be represented at Madison Square Garden tomorrow night because I'm an IBO and I'm a season ticket holder. Right, jerk. Don't don't be offended. He was not insulting you. Uh Uh-oh. Breaking news before break. Tiki, you may want to close your ears for this one. Yep. Champ, Seth Rollins has sustained a torn MCL and partially torn meniscus on really? Monday's WWE Raw. How bad is that? He is out six to eight months. Are you kidding wow. me? On a I meniscus? Know. I don't know about how no, months no, are out. Know that. He's, but he's... a torn MCL and a meniscus doesn't sound good for WrestleMania. You think he's out of Mania? Are Look, they going to take the belt off of it's him? It's already January. He's had a lot of knee injuries. What is too? Mania? Mania is in April. Well, hold on He's not out of it. it... <laughs> Thank you, Tiggy. How long would you miss with a torn MCL? Uh, the the more worrisome is the is the meniscus because you create a bone on bone situation depending on how bad it is. Oh, she missed the OH season, with right? It. Okay, so, but he's not a WWE superstar, so you know he's a and, Super Bowl champion. Uh, but you can you can fix it. Like you 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 just sew it back together type thing, right? But that takes. Can he wrestle? April? Can he wrestle in the first week of April in Philadelphia? Well, they're wrestlers, and. I'm going to say yes. Okay. By the way, let me just say this real quick, booking-wise. If he can give you 10 minutes at WrestleMania, that's all he's got to do, a 10-minute match. And trust me, Cody Rhodes wrestled with a torn pack, and he gave you a 35-minute match. All he's got to do, in my mind, to book this properly, is get you 10 minutes at WrestleMania. He doesn't have to wrestle till then. The guy's been a workhorse lately, so you can easily say in the script, hey, Seth's been wrestling so much, it's okay. He can Roman Reigns this thing until WrestleMania. Just give us that 10-minute match against CM Punk, and I think we're good. Right. How did it happen? He was wrestling Monday night against Jinder Mahal for the world title. Oh, so it just happened. We all saw, too, like when he left at the end of Raw, there was a buzz from those who watched it and certainly read about it that That night. something was wrong. That he's hurt. Right. So the debate has been how hurt is he, how serious is this, and as Lugie said, he's had a history of knee issues, but... All the best to Seth Rollins. That's not even his real name. He's good. That's a stage name. But all the best to Seth Rollins. Hopefully he's good to go. My son's going to be devastated. Hmm. No, he won't. He likes Seth Rollins. But he won't be devastated. I don't know about devastated. Yeah. You know, you know, that was a little exaggeration. My youngest son's going to be really devastated when I tell him that Pence Dinwiddie basically quit on the Nets and they're going to have to get rid of him. <laughs> That's going to be a real tough one. <laughs> By the way, did you see over the weekend, I guess not over the weekend, the other day, Last night, Baker Mayfield was at a Tampa Bay Lightning game and obviously got a huge ovation because he's Baker Mayfield. He's got the Buccaneers in the second round of the postseason, so nothing crazy there. But the guy sitting next to him, who Baker really tried to put over because there was a guy sitting next to him that the Lightning paid no attention to. They didn't put his name up there. Uh But Baker's like, hey, look at my guy. And his guy is Yankee shortstop Anthony Volpe. Do you think that they didn't... They didn't pay attention to him because they didn't recognize him? No, I think he's the enemy. 
I mean, I think down in Tampa Bay, where yeah. supposedly there are Rays fans, they're not going to call any attention to Anthony Volpe. In fact, I'll give you a comparison. But shouldn't... Okay, go ahead. Daniel Jones is at Madison Square Garden. Yay, they put him on the screen. Right. And sitting next to him is uh, Yandy Diaz, the Rays' first baseman. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed to give you a red Tampa Bay Ray. <laughs> I was going to say. And Yandy Diaz is on my mind because he was ranked ahead of Pete Alonso in some first base ranking by MLB Network. So let's, seriously, Daniel Jones and Yandy Diaz are like bros. Mm. They love each other. Like, did they hang out? They work out together. By the way, they're not really. No, they're just not. made up. Yeah. And so the garden shows Daniel Jones, and Daniel's like, hey, look, it's my guy Yandy Diaz. Hit 330 last year. Do you think Madison Square Garden would say, hey, let's call attention out to Yandy Diaz? I don't know if Madison Square Garden would know what he looks like. Well, there you go. <laughs> Down in Tampa, they're like, who the hell is Anthony Volpe, a 220 hitting shortstop? Yeah, exactly. I don't mean that that is any disrespect. He's the enemy down there, right? Yeah, but I think it's also they just didn't recognize him. <laughs> they didn't recognize him, and he's a, he's a rival, man. An enemy to who? But he's also a rookie. He's a rookie, yeah. yeah. An enemy to who? It's in Tampa Bay. I got a news flash, bro. If I know there's Tampa, a lot of Yankee fans. There's probably more Yankee fans than Rays fans down there. I'm not disputing that, but at an arena that's for the Lightning, I don't think they would ever want to call attention to a Yankee. You're probably right. I think if Judge is there, maybe you'd handle it a little bit differently because he's such yeah. a megastar. But that's why I use Yandy Diaz as a comparison. <laughs> Do you think Madison Square Garden would show Yandy Diaz? Wait, that was last night. I assume, did the Lightning it had play to last be, night? It had show? to be Tuesday. It was last night. It was, it last, was night. last night. Yeah. yeah. Why did it have to be Tuesday? So the Bucks are playing Saturday? No, they're playing Sunday afternoon. All right, so so it's a regular week for them. So today's Thursday. You're trying to get they, Baker in trouble, T. I'm just like, what the hell is he doing at a hockey game oh. <laughs> on a Thursday? Uh-oh. Thursday's a work day, They man. played last night. They beat the Wild 7-3. So right. what you're trying to say, and this is for the Tampa right, so Bay media down there. All right, so the week is Monday, recovery day, after the playoff game. Great, fantastic. Tuesday, off day, because it's a Sunday game. It's a regular week. Wednesday, it's an install day, first and second down. Thursday, it's a third down day. Maybe you do a little bit of red zone. Uh, Friday is a red zone day. It's kind of a half day. But Thursday's a work day. It's like a full day. Mm. Like you get there, whatever you get there in the morning, 8, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, and you're there until, I mean, I used to be there until like 5 or 6. Mm. So maybe he just went, I don't know. It's just weird. That he's no, no, no. Just <laughs> say what you want to say. You think Baker Mayfield's getting lazy? No. But it's unacceptable not. in a playoff week to be going to a hockey game. By the way, just curious. A it's master curious. at baiting here. <laughs> I think the pe- this is for the people in Tampa. Uh, they care. Are you, as, you're a very respected guy. I'm just guy. curious. Is it's just curious. Hall of Fame semifinalist Tiki Barber saying that Baker Mayfield doesn't have his head in the game this weekend because he was at the Lightning game. No, just go I, I think he does. He's got to blow his steam off sometimes. I mean, I'd also go out and have lots of drinks on Friday sometimes, too. So. I don't know. Your first reaction made it seem like you had an issue here. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just It's a Thursday. Okay. I'm just, I, I didn't even think of that. You're the one who's played in the NFL. I don't know the, the football schedule during a playoff week. And it's just the first thing that popped in my head when you said that Baker's at a lightning game on a on a Thursday. Yeah. A Thursday to me is a long work day. Okay. Quarterback should be taken a little more seriously, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you baiting as well. I mean, what's yeah. worse, going to a game or picking apples before <laughs> picking apples? I gotta tell you, Tiki doesn't want to say it, but he's thinking it. The Bucks are screwed. Mm. They got no shot now. Baker Bayfield is not taking this seriously. He just wants to go to a Lightning game. He's hanging out with his boy Anthony if, Volpe. If they just lose, say it, bro. if they lose to the Detroit Lions, yep. I'm coming back to this moment. No, say it now. Don't wait for know. that to happen. Like, he could play great because he's Baker. Yeah, but he's not gonna play great. But he's Baker. Yeah, well, Baker took and they his love him. Ball. 
And apparently, Anthony Volpe loves him, too. Clearly. So New Yorkers are going to love him. Hey, by the way, speaking of the New York Yankees, uh, our colleague here at WFAN. The guy wait, who does wait a minute. Did, well, are the Giants going to sign Baker Mayfield? Is that the tie? <laughs> there is no tie. Volpe, Volpe recruiting him on a one-year deal next year? That's what you took out of this? I, my mind just went there. <laughs> Anyhow, one of... Uh, we could do worse. <laughs> One of our colleagues here at WFN is a name, a guy by the name of Justin Shackle. You know Justin Shackle? I do. Justin's done a great job. He's done Yankee broadcast. He's done some post game. Very much involved with the Yankees. Justin put out a tweet earlier today about how just in this past week, there's been a list of Yankees that have been working out at the minor league training facility. And I'm curious for the Yankee fans out there. So, Sean, you have to represent them. If I told you the list of guys there... And I said, Aaron Judge was there. You'd be like, great. Yep. Glaber Torres is there. That's great. Anthony Volpe's there while going to hockey games. Great. DJ LeMayhew, La Machine, Austin Wells, Carlos Radon, Nestor Cortez, Johnny Lasagna, Jason Dominguez, Oswaldo Cabrera. That's it. Two things. Number one, Giancarlo. I was going to say, why, why, I knew you were going to go Giancarlo. I just knew it. I'm just, I'm just asking. Giancarlo's doing the right thing. Really? Giancarlo Stanton spends too much time getting hurt on a baseball field. I'd argue none of these guys should be there yet. <laughs> baseball season is way too long, way too long of a grind. Now, listen, they live in Tampa. They want to pop by the complex, have a catch, swing yeah. the cage. All right, I get it. I don't. I mean, I don't know if they all live in Tampa. Okay, but some it, of them, some like when CC was playing, he had a house down there. Right, I, I knew because it was like. Literally three houses down from my brother's house. How many may live in Florida, pop over? Right. I'm okay with it. We are a month away from pitchers and catchers. We could argue spring training is too long. I am so worried about the Yankee injuries derailing. I want my guys as far away as possible until we're ready to report. But doing what? they got to start getting in shape. You sure. don't just show up. You don't just show up to, for instance, a football training camp. You get in shape before you go to well, training what, camp. Wait, they don't have gym it's memberships? Like the appetizers. What you eat before you eat so you get more hungry, right? So at the end of the day, <laughs> you didn't get it? I did. I love mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Stop. Hold on, Sean. Have you been outside this past week? It's freezing yes, in New York. Nobody's they want to go to Florida. This is the same guy that doesn't think that there should be football games played outside in freezing yeah. cold temperatures, and you're I, mad at a couple of Yankees because they want to get a suntan? I, I would rather Aaron Judge and Johnny Loisaga pull up a beach chair and get that last month gonna of get rest hurt. They're lifting weights. Right. They're working out. Banging and they're banging. They're running. They're getting their bodies right. They're For 24 massages. hours? Yeah. They're just, they're, this is what you do. Like, so, you, pre- you prep. So you're more angry at those that showed up. I am. the fact that Stanton's off the list. I am. I am. I Look, again, if you're there and you're looking to throw a little bit fine, I, I think that you should stay as far away from a baseball field as possible. Uh, so my second... not necessarily playing baseball, by the way. It's just working out. But my second bait is not going to work then because I was going to say, boy, that shows you the loyalty of Juan Soto. <laughs> and he's real loyal. He's not even showing up to work out. He's doing the right thing. Matter of fact, Marcus Stroman, you're doing the right thing. You're not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah, he just signed. I mean, I, I would cut Marcus Stroman some slack. Anyhow, one last thing. Because I was very curious about this. I don't know if you guys saw this, and I'm not going to waste your time with the details because, honestly, I don't think anyone really cares. But there was a Twitter beef between Robert Griffin III yeah. and Jay Gruden over the last few days. Jay tried to, like, like play the high road. He really did. Yeah, it was like a, a weird beef between the two of them. They're going back and forth and all that kind of crap. And it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. I know you would never get involved in a Twitter war with a former teammate or former coach. Never. But who do you think would try to bait you? Is there a former teammate or a former coach that you could see, especially being a public figure, like you're out there, you have opinions, that would go out there and say, you know what, it's not going to work because Tiki is smart. Tiki doesn't deal with this Twitter crap. He's not going to get involved. He's not going to get in the cesspool. 
But is there a teammate or coach who you could see? No. You know why? Because really? I'm, you're talking to the wrong era. I know you like to throw these things at me because I can relate, but this one I can't relate to. Social media was not a thing. Maybe there was Facebook. Maybe. No, no, but I mean now because remember, Jay Gruden and RG3 are done. So more like. I know, but they played. I mean, he was years after me. Right, but it was also 10 years ago. Like, they're debating something from a decade ago. Yeah. So that's where Twitter today could still work, where I'm not saying it would be this guy, but yeah. Brandon Jacobs just comes out there and says, let me tell you about that Tiki Barber, <laughs> overrated, blah, 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 whatever it is. I'm not saying it would be Brandon. I'm just thinking of him as an example. Right. Even if you weren't on social media in 2000 or 2001, right. someone could still bait you into some dope, would it be Coughlin? Can no, imagine him getting there on he, Twitter he, at 80? No chance. Like he held uh, everything he... tight to the vest, <laughs> everything. But he's out now. It's over. I, no, I, is he even on Twitter? No, I couldn't <laughs> imagine. That. Evan, what Tiki's telling you is he didn't play for the Aaron Rodgers Jets. All right, everything is held tight. They're not going to be. This isn't the Jets. This is Washington that it's happening with. This isn't even a Jet thing. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.